When we're caught in the thicket, the enemy has us right where he wants us. Well, that's what we talk about today. Well, welcome to another podcast right here at Crossroads 98, and I am with Rich and Dustin. And boys, I appreciate you being here. It's good to see you. You as well. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Steve. Yeah, no problem. I know that this is on your lunch break, and and it's good to... uh, to have you come on in here to the office and uh, sit down and chat with me. Now, Eddie, when he finds out that you guys were in here, he's going to be jealous. He's just going to be jealous because he talks about you an awful lot when you're not here. <laughs> Tables are turning today, aren't they? <laughs> so maybe the word's not that he's jealous. He's, he's kind of wondering. He's going to wonder, oh, no, those guys are, I'm going to have to listen to the whole podcast. <laughs> the inmates are running the asylum. <laughs> you know, it is lunch break, and I do have to have a shout-out to my beautiful wife oh. for packing my lunch today. So I had a lunch that I could bring and eat on the way here. So shout-out to Keela. Man, oh, man. Now, that's good stuff right there. Yeah, it's pretty nice. You know, we, we talked about uh, lunch lunch bags or boxes this morning as I was beginning to take Jude to school. And I said, grab your lunch box. I said, well, grab your lunch bag. I said, I know that sounds kind of weird, but I said, buddy, I, I had a, always had a metal lunch box. <laughs> and, uh, and he kind of laughed, and I said, yeah. I said, I think I had multiple different ones, but I said, I remember a Snoopy one. I know I had a Snoopy one, and I, it was in elementary school. And he goes, oh, okay. The the old show, the TV show, Kung Fu. Oh, no kidding. With, uh, was it David Carradine? Yeah. On the exactly. front. Exactly. Man. And of course. That was cool. I used to watch that show. He's dating himself. Yes, he is. <laughs> yes, I am. I, yes, I, I am. <laughs> yes, I am, young grasshopper. <laughs> Without Eddie here, I am the oldest person in the room. <laughs> If Eddie was here, he would by far be the oldest person <laughs> around. By far, by yes, a long yes. way. Yes. yes, and it had dents in it because everyone wanted to punch the kung fu. Oh, of course they did. And my mom would often wonder why I had dents in my lunchbox. Mm. But that was my that was my favorite one. Uh, it's a, it's uh, when you first said kung fu, I was thinking a Hong Kong fui. Do you remember that cartoon? <laughs> oh yes, yes. Uh, Hong Kong Fu. It was was it Scatman Crothers? I think mm-hmm. that was his voice. Yes, Scatman Crothers. Now, that, that really that is older. That Do you was, know about it at all? It's a I dog mean, who was a janitor. That anytime there was a, a need of of saving, somebody needed to be saved, he'd jump into his clo- janitor's closet and pop out with with like the yeah. <laughs> look like he'd have his his. Uh, um, yeah, what do they call it? His key, his gi, yeah. Uh, his karate gi on and his, you know, all the different things. And he'd come out. And, anyway, it was, it was funny. It was a good funny. cartoon. I don't remember that one. I remember the I remember the music. Hong Kong Fui. <laughs> I can't remember yeah. the rest of the words, but anyway. So I digress, but anyway, it's kind of fun. And, wow, <laughs> you are young. <laughs> this room makes me feel younger. That's good. I like that. that. I kind of enjoy that vibe. You're welcome. I, I had a G.I. Joe lunchbox. I mean, I feel like I have to share that. That's the one I particularly remember because yeah. I was nuts about G.I. Joes. And I remember 
trying to scrape together, you know, $2.75 anytime we'd go to Walmart because that's how much no, you could get a G.I. Joe for, and I have you, lots of them. So. When did you guys stop using a lunchbox? Like actually taking taking a lunchbox and went to like paper bag or... Junior high. Yeah, junior high. Most of my school, I was a cafeteria guy because... I'm not picky, so I pretty much. Oh, yeah. As and as I got older, particularly, I never took my lunch. I just. Yeah. I, I think I took my lunch, most often, or most of the time, but when it came to pizza fr- Fridays, you know, I mean, I was even though it was school pizza, you know, whatever. Sure. It was um, the best. It was. It really was compared to other things. <laughs> at that point in time, now I hear nowadays it's not bad at all, but maybe I'm. Anyway, I won't talk about Sedesco or anything like that but uh, I, I hear it was decent anyway it's mm-hmm. been decent um, yeah I think I think when I went into middle school because it was elementary then they had a middle school had two grades in it and then junior high and then we went to the high school I think it was within the second year of middle school that I stopped taking any kind of uh, box or like that, and I think I went to all paper bag at that point in time. Mm-hmm. But in high school, I, you know, I, I, again, I say that I took it most of the time. I would always try to sc- scrape up enough money to at least buy a honey bun. <laughs> and one year, they decided that you could actually heat up your honey bun a little bit. <laughs> I don't even know how we had the chance to do that. But whether or not they just, I, I just said, can you can you toss that into the, you know, whatever, you know, give it five seconds or whatever, and a heated honey bun was like, it was way better than a, p- a Friday pizza. It was <laughs> fantastic. I, I don't even know if our school had a microwave when I was that age. I don't know if they had them yet. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe they didn't. Maybe mine wasn't a microwave. Maybe they just threw it up next to something else yeah. and. I don't know, but anyway, but uh, yeah, it's 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 been it's been good. Now Jude Jude has a a kind of a a blue Nike lunch bag with like fluorescent, you know, uh, edges and and that looks a that's pretty tight. You know, that's, that's kudos to to the new. The new looks to all that. I could carry that, you know. I'd be all right. Feel pretty good about that. Um, I do remember that one time that my mom was looking at some lunch boxes, and she said, "Oh, honey, look, it's Roy Rogers." And I went, "Who?" <laughs> She's like, "Oh my!" You know, and she started laughing. She goes, "Well, you know," and and so I mean, I was looking at Superman and different things like that, but uh, it's all good. Well. Uh, I don't want to continue to talk about the lunch. We are on lunchtime. Speaking of being off in the thicket, right? Yes. <laughs> Caught in the thicket of lunchboxes. Yeah. But I tell you, it's uh, it's going to be a good discussion today, I believe, and I really appreciate you guys being here. Um, let's have a word of prayer, and we'll get right into it. Heavenly Father, thank you for this day, and thank you for all that you're doing in our lives. I know that uh, when we when we do these times of discussion... We want to make sure that we're we're discussing things uh, related to you, and so Holy Spirit, that 
you would uh, take control of our time together here. May you lead us in our discussion. May, may relevant uh, matters come out for those that listen to this. May it, uh, dive deeper into compacting what you want from and for us. And I just pray that we'll be surrendering unto you. Uh, we love you, and we thank you for our time together. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, um, since I spoke on on the being caught in the thicket, and I haven't had a chance to really talk to you guys since that day, I would really like to kind of hear a little bit of response on that and how it pertains, uh, maybe how you heard it, and maybe how you've heard it from others, or maybe that... You know, uh, maybe it pertains to others as well. So, Doc, I'll ask you first uh, to kind of intro into that and just kind of see where you'd go from there. Sure. Yeah, I, I you know, I, what I took away from it, you know, I think it can be anything that that pulls us away from God, I guess, in, you know, spiritually speaking. So I, I like that analogy, though. I mean, everybody's been in a situation where they kind of feel stuck and caught and don't know which way to turn and, and, uh, you know, the idea of surrender, which I think, wow, um, we can all be better at that. I mean, I don't think it matters where you're at in your walk. You know, that's still paramount as Christians to be able to give those things over to God and say, I can't do this on my own power and I need to quit relying on myself and and uh, cry out to the Father. And, and I love that, you know, your earthly father being the the example in, uh, in your story uh, because that that's that's what we need to do, you know? Um, and then a little different spin on it just because of where my mind is right now, a conversation that I had this morning with, with someone talking about going through some, you know, a challenging time with a spouse and health difficulties and, you know, kind of getting some testing done and some concerning things. And, and, you know, I was talking with this wife and it's her husband that's going through this. Um, and I said, you know, she was talking about needing to tell his kids, you know, that he's having all these tests done and they haven't, they haven't talked with, with the mm. family yet. And I'm like, you know, I said, I just want to encourage you. Like, you don't need to walk through this alone, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so even reaching out to other believers too, when we're caught in that thicket and, and mm-hmm. sharing that with people that'll pray for you and people that are a safe place that, you know, will, will lift you up and be praying on your behalf and, and checking in on you. And I think that's really important as well. Yeah. So that, that's yeah something that it's in my mind today. Yeah. And I think that maybe I probably would have, what I should have done is given a little bit of a synopsis for those that weren't there on Sunday. <laughs> I guess that would have helped, wouldn't it? <laughs> um, so let me just re, let me just so, back up a little so bit. So Steve, what did you speak about Sunday? There you go. There you go. That's a great way. Uh, maybe I need to cut and paste all this and remove move this uh, whole audio around a little bit. But thank you for sharing that. And, and let me just quickly synopsis uh, or, or a summary. summary of um, Sunday just real quick and then we can continue on and uh, the title was uh, caught in the thicket Um, and I did talk about uh, how when I was younger I was a bird dog for my my dad my uncle Paul uh, out hunting and uh, there was a time during one one time uh, as I got older uh, and had been kind of that bird dog there for a while uh, about age of 12 where I had veered off of where my dad had showed and kind of directed me 
and I got caught in briars and primrose bushes and things like that. I just, I literally got caught. And what you mentioned there is my earthly dad. I'd cried out for dad because I was caught. I had thorns sticking in me. I was, I was stuck. So I cried out for him and, uh, uh, he, he came to my rescue and, uh, he lifted me up and put me on his shoulders and, and that in itself was a, a little bit of a task, you know, I'm still caught, you know, so he's, he's now in it. He's taking the brunt and uh, pulling me above it and then having to walk through it again. And, uh, it lays me down and takes the thorns out of my side and the different areas of you know, my legs and everything else. And, and the meat of it, uh, the context of where the Bible, uh, where the Holy Spirit was leading me in the Bible and, and the context of our relative nature of getting caught in the thicket of life, we can get, our intentions are good sometimes, and we, we can get caught into the different areas of life. Um, and so I mentioned some things like even news and and uh, looking, watching the news and getting caught in the thicket of which way you kind of lean politically or the, or where the, where you're kind of watching uh, different aspects. And, and then you get a little bit closer and here, even within Crossroads, we've had individuals that have gotten caught in the thicket at times because they stood so staunch on an area that they weren't going to be moved and they, they, were only seeing it through their lens and didn't want to, they thought they were seeing it strictly through God's lens, but it was their lens then making God kind of line up in their order. Whereas, and I brought everybody back to the first two commandments, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. And as we do that, as we focus in and do those layers first, the greatest of all of these things that God puts us forth, we see it and we read it in 1 Corinthians 13, the greatest of these attributes is love, commands in which we need to go. So as we're caught up, or maybe we sense that we're getting caught up in something, where is the love that God is helping me push through? How, where is uh, the, the uh, loving my neighbor? But where is most importantly, first and foremost, how am I remaining in God? I use that uh, uh, verse, the verses from John about remaining. I am the vine, the branches, as Jesus speaks to us. How are we to remain in him and we're to remain in him uh, through his love? And so it's very interesting as you brought that up, uh, Dustin, about the individuals that you talked to this morning. As we communicate with one another, as we look out and reach out for those people, as we're caught in the thicket sometimes, you know, like I mentioned, uh, Eddie speaking about had um, been having us in Ecclesiastes, and uh, the fourth chapter, uh, verses I think it's eight and nine or nine and ten, whichever it is, can't remember right now. Uh, I have my notes right directly in front of me. Is uh, how I said that where my mind went to, where where two are, are are going through a process. If one falls, you know, the other one can help pick them up. If one falls alone, they're stuck. They're in trouble. You know, and so um, it's very interesting because that point is as we reach out for individuals, our brothers and sisters in prayer, asking them, bringing them along, helping them, then not only is God directing us by his Holy Spirit, but then we also have those brothers and sisters watching out for us as well. 
and there to help and guide us as well. So anyway, summary, yes. And then I went in a little bit deeper there. But uh, Rich, um, kind of respond from there, buddy. Sorry, I didn't give all that to you, Dustin, before I started, but right, it was that's that's pretty sure. much lined up. That's, that's right. right. That's right. <laughs> I'm glad I was paying attention. He paid, he paid attention. He remembered what you said, yeah. so it was very easy. That for is him. good, and this is Wednesday. Yeah. Ooh, I know, right? Not that. Huh? That's good. Uh, the my original thoughts were that you get caught into a sin problem, and uh, you know Eddie talks about that quite often from the pulpit. If, um, we like to stay there because it's fun, it's comfortable, it's it's where we want to be, be, and that you get caught in it, as you're describing it in thicket. <clears throat> but you also just the, the part that, like I said, originally stuck was you get out, but your dad laid you down and pulled those pieces off. And you know it's one thing to get out of the thicket. You know, you, you look to your Heavenly Father, you say, God, please help me get out of this. I want out of this. I know I'm wrong. I know I don't need to be here. I want to be near you. But there's also that second step. And Eddie calls it cleaning the mud off, mm -hmm. you know, getting out of the mud. Um, we don't stop and let the Father completely clean us off. Mm -hmm. And those pieces are stuck to us. And they're still there and we we cling to them sometimes because we like to hold on to that we for some reason we, we don't want to completely get rid of it <laughs> yeah and that's kind of how I originally looked at it that you know we need to stop and take that second step that you described and mm -hmm. get completely cleaned and keep moving forward then um, then Monday, some point in time, I think Roberta and I had talked about it in the evening. I kind of, you know, on a personal level, thinking of decisions. And then before Dustin come in, you and I spoke briefly and you talked about uh, a couple things and decisions. And, you you know, you're caught in a, a thicket of something that you're right about. A decision being made. or And that's a little bit where my mind had gone Monday when I was thinking about it couple decisions you know that um, we're discussing on a personal level and then on a another level and and you pray that God give me the wisdom to make the right decision and you think you know hey I'm right this is what God wants but am I just stuck there because I think I'm right mm -hmm. I know I'm right mm -hmm. I want to be right or am, am I really where God wants me to be? Am I really doing what God wants me to do in this decision-making process? And, you know, like you said, with your meetings that you had, um, not getting into those, but you have to be open and you, you can't get stuck in that rut of, I'm right, so this is what I'm doing. Because it situations shift, turn, and we need to be open to God's calling. And when he pulls us out of one area and moves us into another, where we were stuck and gets us out, cleans us off, and we move another, we need to be open to that. Mm -hmm. And 
we don't know where that's going to lead us all the time. Sometimes it's not where we want to go, but it happens. Sometimes we dig ourselves, we, we dig our heels in, right? Sometimes we do. We, we, we have this... <clears throat> it, the, this, the reason why uh, Sunday I brought out the basic, you know, kind of level or layer of, of, you know, kind of some of the topics that we can get caught in the thicket and then had just kind of tightened in the focus is because I really believe that there are these areas that as we dive a little deeper into the understanding of what this means and what the Lord was showing me, it was really important for us to see that it that where we are each individually, we need to, uh, as we've dug ourselves, dug our heels in and said, no, I'm making a claim here. Well, just like you mentioned, Rich, sometimes I've held a claim to a piece of ground for, let's say, five, ten years. This is, this is my objective. This is my line of thought. I, I'm pretty solid. I've, I've read scriptures along these lines. I've, I've talked to other folk with about it. I'm feeling pretty tight here. And as I continue to ask the Holy Spirit for leading in my life, and as I allow him to continue, as I surrender and allow him to continue to work on me, he opens up areas in which I never thought. I thought, well, I thought I was being righteous there. Or I thought I was being holy there. But then I recognize that I've actually been caught in the thicket. Because, and here's the key to this, when I say I'm caught in the thicket, here's the key. When it does not line up along the lines of my internal thinking, with the love of God. This is a very interesting thing because we can really dive deep into this. You know, like, because I mentioned what, some of the things I mentioned on Sunday, the last focus, some of that stuff is, that's, and what I mentioned, folks that, that haven't, weren't able to listen to the message yet or weren't there on Sunday, the last line was, I was, I was asking, what about when the thicket becomes things like and right now, currently, presently, masks, whether to wear masks or whether we should or should not wear a mask. Okay, well, Doc, you know, we medically we see a lot of different things in which we say it's probably a good thing to do. And, you know, but then we see on these other different areas where some other people have said, yeah, I've studied all of this and this doesn't really matter in this area, in this aspect, unless you're wearing a respirator and you're not going to see me wearing a respirator and blah, 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 and different things, right? So all of these things, well, does that mean a mask? And no, okay. Well, so then all of a sudden we take a stand and we, you know, okay, so let's take it to the next. And I said something about the vaccinations. I said, there are people here today, you know, in the church that are sitting here in this congregation that believe that they should not and they will not take a vaccination. There's others. You better. You need to. You got to. Come on. Help us out here. Take the vaccination. And then we make a stand and we do all these different things and similar. Same thing about LDPGTQ community. Now, now we're getting really in closer into. The, okay. Yeah, but that speaks more so in the word, Steve. It's there's some definite things in the word. And you're right, and I believe that. But if if that gets in the in the front side of us not loving our neighbor, then we're caught in the thicket. 
if a vaccination gets us all uh, caught up in the thicket and that helps us love our neighbor and helps us to continue to have an open, you know what, you know, let's just for conversation purposes, I say, Doc, you know, I, I, I love your stance on that and having people get at vaccinations, but I'm just, I'm not going to be that. I'm not going to do that. Um, I've, I've studied it. I've checked some things out. I'm just not going to take it. Um, but you know what? I understand. It is, it's viable. That, for others, there's some things that they need to definitely do. I've chosen to do some, you know, and, and we go through and we understand that it's not going to come in between the love that we have for one another and the love for God. That is not, we're not then stuck in the thicket. I mentioned a little while ago that there have been some people that have, just here recent, have been stuck in the thicket. That have said so much so that, you know what, I can't believe that you're making, you know, that you're, quote, I'm using quotes guys here, making us wear masks. Okay, it's recommended here at Crossroads just to help. And if it's a helper, it can it can possibly help ward off. But the comment was making us wear masks. And I, I can't believe it. In fact, I'm done. I'm done with you. Stuck in the thicket. That was caught in the thicket because there was no love beyond it. And even after conversation, even after conversation of helping understand, there was no view of love. It was, my, I'm right, you're wrong, and that's it. So, I just bring that to you guys, just kind of, you know, just kind of throwing that out to you as I've seen that, as I saw the different layers of these thickets, you know, in our lives and in our present day, what we're dealing with. Um, we have got to be careful that we see through the lens of love first. God is working in us, for sure. And he's going to work on our lives. And and then I talked, I spoke a couple of times before about how uh, God works us, is working in our lives to bring up the dross, right? Working in is, is diving deeper. And so that dross comes up and he has to, we finally release it and he scoops it off and says, you know, you're becoming more like me. When we look at Jesus and see how he's loved others through the Bible, through the scriptures, then that love needs to come first and foremost to him through our intimacy every day and response. But then as that flows out, then to others. So that's a big part of our thicket, right? So uh, I kind of wanted to refer that, you know, kind of mention that to people as they're listening, kind of diving a little bit deeper, but mentioning that to you guys as well. When you hear that kind of thing, is there anything that kind of comes from that that kind of, it's like, no, that, okay, you know, getting a little chance to dive a little deeper. And you can go ahead and say what, anything that might might be needing to come up. Let's talk about it a little bit. Well, I think anything not done in love is obviously contradictory to God's word. And, you know, when we look at groups of people and I say groups of people because that's what everyone does now. They group, you're either in this group or that group, and it's not just the vaccinated, unvaccinated, the mask, unmask. It's the LBG, I'm not even sure of the letters, but that group or the sure. straight group or this group. And 
there's so many that everyone wants to belong to a group and then our group has these rights and these rights and you know I'm not taking away from anything anyone and their beliefs but it all boils down to is we need to put our beliefs in God mm-hmm. no matter anything else we do mm-hmm. and that's what we stand on first and God was about love and the people that um, especially Christians that look down or look cross at these people and their stances and you know it's it's a different time now you know we laughed earlier about showing our age you know we didn't have a lot of these conversations when it we were a lot. when no. we were younger I mean no. now it's in you know today's political climate it's every day it's in your face it's on the news it's in the workplace it's even in the church mm-hmm. and we have to remind ourselves no matter what our conversation no matter who we're talking to no matter where we're at even even brother and brother like we're sitting here mm-hmm. you still speak in love and you know i know i can come here and I'm pretty sure with you two, I'm not going to have too many arguments. Yeah. But there's a lot of places you can't go now. And it that's what people want to do. They want to argue because their, their side is right and they're stuck. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I just, you got to look back to the word. What What's God say about this? He tells me to love you. So I'm going to love you. Yeah. You can think what you want about me, but I'm 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 doing my best to love you, mm-hmm. and that that's kind of where I I try to remind. I'm not saying I live there as much, you know, like I should, but that's where I that's where I want to try to stay the best I possibly can. Yeah, <clears throat> there's a whole lot there. I mean, in, there's <laughs> in in everything that's going on in the world, and it's in you know I'm very much in the middle of it every day, and um, mm. just. I'll try to be brief, but a couple of thoughts in that vein of, you know, masking and vaccining and whether or not to vaccinate. And first and foremost, I am the first one to tell you, I am not all knowing. There's only one all knowing being. You're not going to, you know, get his opinion on Facebook on the vaccine. Um, (laughs) So, so, you know, um, but you know, there are a couple of things there. The first and foremost, I think people, need to be open to the idea that they may not know everything. Um, and boy, I mean, it doesn't matter who you are or what you do. I mean, again, myself included, I'm not an expert in anything, you know? Um, but, but, you know, possibly some people that have had some, some education and some training, you know, I, there's case in point, um, vaccination, you know, you can find, anything online to support anything you believe and you can find a study and it will be who knows what journal yeah. i mean there you can find whatever you want to find so it's out there sure um you know the perfect example you know i keep getting all these questions about about hydroxychloroquine about mm-hmm. ivermectin and, and i tell people i say well you can find you know most people find these articles and say well this this right here then and, and honest to goodness most of them don't even read the abstract they just look at the title of the article it supports what they think and and i'm like you know i mean when i part of my training in school was to look at these studies and, and you right. you look at them every study i look at is 
uh, I'm looking at it critically saying, okay, how many people were included? Mm-hmm. How did they divide up their groups? Um, what kind of, you know, confounding variables are there? What are the other things that could be affecting the results of this study? Yeah. How, how long did they carry it out? You know, um, I, I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot to that. Right. There's a lot of, so, so just because you can find something to support what you believe doesn't mean it's good science, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I'm not pretending to be an expert, but there are times that people are very, very heated about that and even want to argue with me, you know, which kind of blows me away. That's a funny thing on the side, you know, like you kind of sit there thinking, you know, you came here and you're paying me today to argue with you, but okay, you know, um, but, uh, you know, I mean, just those kind of things. It's like, I think we would all be well served and I'm a hundred percent including myself in this to, to just kind of slow down a little bit, listen a little more, um, you know. I watch a lot of podcasts, um, experts in the field, people that know more than me, you know, because yeah. there's always somebody that knows more, That's you know, right. um, right. and, I, and I try to read as much as I can and really keep up on that kind of stuff. Um, and it's a moving target. There's a lot we don't know. And, mm-hmm. and, and just all those kind of things. I mean, even in my own family, with my own family, I mean, I answered a lot of vaccine questions. And, and what I've told everybody, my own family included, is at the end of the day, if you have any questions, I'd love to try to answer them for you, get your resources. But this has to be your decision. Mm-hmm. Like, because could you have a side effect? Absolutely. Sure. You know, um, to anything. I sure. mean, that goes exactly. with anything. You put That's an aspirin right. in your mouth, you might have an anaphylactic reaction and end up in the emergency room not being able to breathe. This is that true. That is life. Yeah. And, and so at the end of the day, you have to... You have to try to weed through all that, you know, clear clear through the thicket and uh, and make a decision and then feel good about it. Whatever you decide to do. And and I don't browbeat anybody for for choosing to take it, to not take it, because I don't know everything. And can we all just agree that, you know what, this is what I think about it. This is my analysis of it. No problem. Make your own decision, whatever you think is right for you and your family. And then let's let's be cool with somebody who thinks differently you know right. um i don't know it's just, right it's just that simple we and don't it, know everything and that and that's the key point to this whole thing is as we as christian brothers and sisters as we go through the processes and especially since there is so much so much at our fingertips with the the internet so much too much too much yeah too much because when we go out and we, we're like, well, I've got this little bump and it's got this coloration and I'm going out and I'm looking at, oh my gosh, I've got XYZ disease with this and that and the other thing uh, tacked onto it. The next thing I know, I'm headed to Mayo and I'm, you know, and I've bypassed all different types of, you know, bypassed your office doc and, and you would have said, well, uh, that is an ingrown hair. <laughs> Let me take care of that. Yeah, seriously, right? Yeah, there's yeah. issues like that that have happened, and then, but but here's the deal. So I know that we've been talking medically, uh, some some medically here, but when we look at all the thickets, right? I mean, my goodness, I've seen people mechanics get into the thicket. The fact that Chevy's better than a Dodge, <laughs> and they you know, the, the Hatfields and McCoys. I mean, it feels like it's like, and all of a sudden the grudges thicket. Here's the deal. I'm going to go right straight to the 13th chapter of 1 Corinthians. And it says this. And this is, I brought this up on Sunday. And it says, Love is patient. This is the fourth verse. 
and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. <laughs> okay, whoa. Uh, all that within that first verse that I just read. I mean, I say first verse, but the fourth verse, and it's not even done yet. Uh, it does not demand its own way. It is not irritable, and it keeps no record of being wronged. Okay, so that's verse 4 and verse 5 right there. And that's a big that's a big part. I asked on Sunday, do you see any thickets in that? Oh yeah, hello. Keeping a record of wrong. And in fact, if you want to bring it right straight down to the, the thicket in your marriage, you know, are you keeping any records of wrongs in your marriage, you know? Yeah. Well, you, and yeah, well, you, you know. And so we, we go through these processes and then when we go to someone that is outside of our inner intimate circle and then you know it, it it gets tougher to love that neighbor at times and so as we look to God and we as we see what he wants us to explore through his love to be submissive to him first to walk in a way that is obedient to him and Lord Today, as I walk into my office, Doc, as you, you might be pray, might pray, as I walk into the office, um, and, and, and I know that I'm going to be possibly facing some of these conversations, I surrender unto your wisdom. Because some of these conversations, Lord, I know will go sideways. And I don't want to get caught in a thicket. I want them to understand how much I care for them as an individual. And I, and I care for you, for, first and foremost, to be reflected from me. And see, that's the thing, right? When we look unto other people, and, and Rich, you know, you're out in the field and you're working with some of these guys, and, and this water company guy comes up and you've placed your yellow flags, and he's like, that ain't right, and this and that, you're totally off here, and this and that, and you get into talking. He's like, well, no, I mean, let's check it again. How we respond and how we are already starting our day with the love of God helps determine a little bit of how we're going to navigate through the thicket. Because, if we go back to that hunting analogy from Sunday, I've been directed and navigated by my dad already. Steve, I want you to go down here and hit this waterway, and I want you to try to rustle through it and go down and take a right. Now you know where I'm talking about, because I've led you there before. And do this. Do that. You know, I've been directed. Well, like I told you guys on Sunday, my 12-year-old mind that was thinking differently than my nine-year-old mind. I've been through this area before. I know exactly where Dad wants me to go, but I've also seen that I know that's got a hold hit picket. I was talking to somebody the other day, yesterday, about this very thing. Now, if I would have talked to Dad before and said, Dad, um, I'm thinking about doing that right there. You see that, that extra thicket there? I was, or that little dense area there? I was thinking about touching base on that. I bet you there's deer in there. And he's like, there could very well be deer in that. But you don't want to go in there, buddy. Well, why? Because what you can't see is that is completely filled with primrose and briars. I've been by that. In fact, I've gotten poked. And I know exactly where that's at. I know what that's all about. Definitely don't want to get in that. But I didn't check with it. It's a very interesting thing as we point out into our days is we want to reflect God through surrender and staying close to him and that's why I, rem I, I talked about that person in John remain attached to me 
Right? I am the vine, Jesus says. You are the branches. Those that remain in me will know the Father's love. And as we work through that, and as a paraphrase, of course. But it's very interesting. It's, it's, a, it's a very interesting thing that God had me bring <laughs> on yeah. Sunday. And it can be very deep sure. in thought. But the, the premise is, of course, our surrender and staying close to the Lord. Any other thoughts on some of that stuff? Well, what you're just saying, I'm thinking that requires us to slow down a little bit, have some quiet time right. with God, right? Have that intimate, quiet time. But also listening. I mean, our culture, all of myself included, I can be a terrible listener. My wife would attest to that. She, <laughs> she'd stand up with her hands in the air right now because uh, she can tell me something and I won't even hear it. And it's just, we've got so many things coming at us in our world, you know, and and uh, trying to trying to really listen to people, listen to each other, be be slower to react, slow slow to anger, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, yeah. I'm sure those things are scripture, in the yeah. scripture too. And, and, you know, it's interesting that God doesn't put things in scripture that are easy for us, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, make sure you get seconds, you know, on Sunday. <laughs> it's not in there, is it? Yeah, right? <laughs> No, you need to be patient and kind and love one another. Um, Things that we're not great at. And Mm. and I just be still and know that I'm, we're not good at being still, are we? That's a good point. um, So just slowing down, I think we'd all. That's a great point. Absolutely. (laughs) Rich, anything? Now I guess it's my time to shout out to my wife because (laughs) I can be a terrible listener at times too. There's times when I'm fine. But there's times when the ball game's on and I don't want to talk. Mm-hmm. I want to watch the ball game. <laughs> and, and you know, she's trying to do stuff with me and I'm trying to do stuff by myself. And so, yeah, it happens. Sorry, Roberta. Uh, but to go along with what both of you said, you know, not just the slowing down, not just the... but. Look to him first and foremost all the time. Mm-hmm. You know he's got he's got the right way. He's got the plan. He's got it laid out. And like you said, with your dad, go this way, then go that way, then go this way. And too often we don't want to go that way. Mm-hmm. And you know, be in prayer about things before they come. Right. Be you know, be in prayer before you get stuck. Be in prayer before you slide off in the mud. Be in prayer before these arise. And, you know, um, I, I think it's worth repeating what Dustin said, slow to anger. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have my moments. Mm-hmm. And it, it's sometimes it's tough. And sometimes, you know, it's with the people you love the most that you, you get that way. But, um, you know, as a Christians, we should know. We should know better. And we should. Mm-hmm. and you Lead know, by example, right? Yeah. And... Yeah. You know, uh, funny you said that. This morning, first thing, we stopped. Uh, I, I got a guy with me today, and we stopped at a job site to check on a few things. And the cable guy was in his route, and he was very upset, mm. and he didn't want to talk. And he was very <laughs> unhappy. And I'm looking at my buddy who's just standing there looking at him amazed, and I go, hey. And I'm giving him the nod. Let's go. <laughs> he's, he's he's not happy right now. <laughs> but, you know, 
if that if that's me, you know, then then that's how I'm reflecting God's love in public, and and you know I I can't do that. That's that's not mm-hmm. that's not what we're supposed to do. And I, that's a very good point, Doc, that you bring up. And you just you know you can't emphasize enough. Just to you gotta love your neighbor. You gotta love the people that you don't love very much, which we're commanded to. And it takes practice. It takes a yes. daily practice. And and you mentioned it. Staying in prayer. Uh, one of the things that is, is spoke or is written in the Word is uh, being in prayer at all times. And it's a little confusing at times. It's like, well, my goodness, i got other things to think about. Well, what the objective there is to stay close, understanding that the Holy Spirit is working in the midst of all things. That is the prayer. That's the supplication. That's the, the understanding that I'm here uh, in this life for the glory of God. And it brings such peace. It brings such a love. Um, many times we get in a self-assertive way and, and self-preservation that what happens is is that we we feel like we need to stand up for ourselves, And it's okay. Uh, but when we do it out of love, we see through some lenses that are really important to see. And that's that's through love of uh, the lenses of gut love of, of God and many things. So we, sp- we spoke a lot about a lot of things today and, and definitely some things to ponder as, as people have listened to this today. And I just really appreciate your time. And I know our time is wrapping up. Uh, Lunch time is being ended here. But uh, I really appreciate your time. And, and uh, I'd love to have one of you pray. And, and if you want to throw up your thumbs or whatever you want to see uh, who wants to pray, you sure can. But um, anybody that wants to do that? Heavenly Father, I thank you for this time and for my brothers. And we just, uh, we pray for our pastor today, uh, thinking about him. I hope he's still listening. Um, and I hope we didn't upset him. But, uh, <laughs> but I do thank you for this place. I thank you for Crossroads and the people here. And the, uh, just, just pray that we can all slow down a little bit, put a little more focus on you this week. Um, and, and not get caught up in the noise of the world mm. because it's coming from every direction. And we know the truth. We, we Most of us have it on our nightstand or in our nightstand drawer. You're the truth, and you gave us the word. And may we look to that and, and know that we we can lean into you and you'll, uh, you'll be there with us every step of the way. Yes. Even when we do get caught up in the thicket and we need to repent and we need to ask for forgiveness, you're faithful to get us out of it and clean mm. us up and put us back on the right path. And we thank you for that. Just uh, pray for our community. Um, I know you have good things in store for, for your people. And I just want to give you praise for that. And just ask that you give everybody a great rest of the week. And we'll uh, look forward to getting back together on Sunday and praising you in the house. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, thanks guys for being here. Truly. And uh, spending time with me here today. And Rich, I hope that the Dodgers can continue to come back. Uh, Cody Bellinger hit a three run homer last night to tie it up, and then they went ahead. So they are now two and one. Uh, Braves are up two to your Dodgers one. So they're going to have to do a little work. Yep. Yes. <laughs> but I, uh, I want to be able to wear my Dodger shirt in church to rub it in the faces <laughs> of Eddie Hammond. <laughs> Just I'm not words. I'm, just not, I'm not pointing any fingers, but Pastor Eddie Hammond. So I'm pointing at that. Just, uh, if 
because I get it weekly. So yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, he right. gets it once a year. It's well deserved. Yeah. Yes, exactly. old Pastor Man. Yeah. I love you. That's right. But I, I want to, I want to be able to do that for you. Yes, but yeah, 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 yeah. So that he can wear his Dodger hat. He can wear his Dodger hat. Right. I, I'm looking out for his best interest. Right. That he has a hat to wear in the winter. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Oh well, a uh, and 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 uh, on your side of things, I know that baseball is not a huge thing in your, uh, um, you know, uh, sports area there, Doc. You like football a lot. Yes. Uh, congrats to your your Colts on last last uh, Sunday's Thank win. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm definitely uh, I'm encouraged. I'm trying not to get too excited. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't beat a real formidable opponent last week. But, but they had a good game the week before that. Things are things are moving the right direction. That was better. Yeah. It's it good stuff. Yeah. They looked better. They did. Yeah. Much better. Yeah. yeah. I think we're moving the right, right, That's right. direction. That's right. Well, guys, again, thanks. And, and uh, it's good to have you here in my office and uh, doing this. God bless you guys. Hope you have a great Wednesday today. And you that are listening, I hope that your rest of your week, just as uh, Dustin had prayed, uh, goes well. Come on in on Sunday. Our services are 9 and 10.30 a.m., and we'd love to have you. God bless you guys, and until the next time, say goodbye.